Welcome to Psych in Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P. I'm Dr. T, a licensed clinical psychologist in Los Angeles, California. And I'm Dr. P, a professor of psychology in Ventura, California. Welcome and thank you for joining us. The purpose of this podcast is to bridge our love of all things psychology with our love of all things reality television. Starting out for our first podcast, we're going to recap the newest season of 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way. Welcome back, everyone, to the Psych and Reality TV podcast. I'm Dr. T. And I'm Dr. P. And welcome back. So it's been a while since we've chatted with each other and, and, and for you guys. So I'm looking forward to jumping back in to talk about the 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way. I know. I've... Uh... I've, I've definitely had a hole in the place where I'm used to watching the other way since <laughs> we've been on this break. So I, I was very excited for the uh, mid-season premiere. Yeah, so we have a lot of things to talk about tonight. But first, before we sort of jump into the show, I wanted to share some news with all of you that we are now streaming on Spotify and Anchor. So definitely check out this show. You can find it, Psych and Reality TV Podcast. And um, be sure to, again, follow us on, on Facebook um, as well at this under the same name. So um, I'm excited that you can now listen to us um, on those different platforms on your phone and devices. Yep. Well, you know, we're getting all around. We're, we're, we're slowly growing. So <laughs> I hope you guys and people out there decide to subscribe to the show and, and share with those that that are in your lives as well. So um, it's been a lot of stuff, you know, with the new episode this week. And so yeah. I'm excited to talk about this and I'm excited that we are going to do a different little, a different format uh, for the show. Instead of covering all of the couples, um, we wanted to take a little bit more time to focus in on each of us um, picking our couple for the week and talking more about those couples and, and some of the things that we saw with those couples. Um, and we'll continue with the page turner as well before we wrap up the show. So um, what couple, Dr. Page, um, are you wanting to talk about this week? So I just had to pick Kenneth and Armando for this week. So that is my couple. Favorite couples. <laughs> it's, it's one of my, yes, it's, it's probably my favorite couple as well. I don't know if I should ask, but I'm, I'm assuming that you got some tears there. They've always been a tearjerker. Um, <laughs> I cried so many times. So it was a lot. First, It was a lot. So first, let's just start with we have Kenneth and Armando driving to Armando's house. They're going to meet Armando's parents for the first time. And I will pause here to say I'm a little bit concerned about Kenneth's dog. Because the dog just looks like it's on its last leg. And, and I just felt really bad for the dog. So, but nonetheless, Kenneth and Armando were getting ready to go to Armando's house, meet his family. Um, you know, Armando had just come out a few weeks before to his parents. And so they were going to, he was going to bring Kenneth and they were going to meet everyone. They're both super nervous. And it was so touching because Armando, especially, you could tell that he was really holding it in and wasn't sure about, 
how his family was going to respond to Kenneth. And also they were trying to figure out if he should tell them about the engagement because at where we last left off, Kenneth and Armando got engaged. So they were wondering when would be the right time if they should bring it up during this visit. And then they get there at night, it's dark, and there's a ton of family members that are waiting for them <laughs> outside. I, I don't think Kenneth was prepared for all of them being there. So that was a little bit of a surprise. Um, everyone was really quiet. I just, my heart was pulling for them yeah. because you could tell how uncomfortable it was. You know, no one was directly mean, but it was like everyone was looking somber. Uh, a couple of the aunties looked like they had some tears in their eyes. Um, and then again, I was just drawn to Armando because he was sitting there and you could tell he was trying to figure out how to include Kenny, what exactly to say. And he was just really quiet because I think he was trying to pay attention to how his family was responding to him being that now he's out and then how he was responding. They were responding to Kenneth. Um, I imagine that was also part of like the awkwardness of everything. As yeah. Well. Yeah. To which, why has Kenneth not learned Spanish yet? <laughs> of all the languages that you can easily access and learn, he should have picked up Spanish by this point, but I'll toss that aside. Um, so interestingly, while everybody was there, the one person that was missing was Armando's father. And it turns out Armando's father was still in the house and his Armando's mother took Kenneth and Armando to go meet him. And his father did come out, you know, to his credit. He came out, gave a big hug to Armando, shook Kenneth's hand. He acknowledged him, but it definitely wasn't something that was warm and fuzzy or anything like that. It was just pretty much, hey, I acknowledge you. Hello. Nice to see you. Um, and he did say, this is your home to Kenneth, which I thought that was something that was pretty hospitable and friendly, even though he ended up going back in the house and didn't have anything to do with him the rest of the night. He was still at least acknowledged his presence. That was um, a big step. I think that was a big step for him. Yeah, I think it is. And I, one of the things I had worried about was, you know, I think there's been a little bit of a pattern early on of Kenneth pushing Armando in coming out and expecting what degree of outness that Armando should be at. And so I was hoping that he wouldn't really kind of push this with Armando and his family since they're slowly, you know, acknowledging who Armando is with mm -hmm. him coming out. So, and that's a process for that to happen. It's a process for family. So then Armando decides, and I was so surprised, he decides to go ahead and tell his family that he got engaged. And the looks of shock and surprise were all around. Yeah. A few of his aunties were in tears when they had the little confessionals. Um, they were tearful about it. That being said, it wasn't probably the response, not probably, it wasn't the response that likely they wanted to have. You know, you're engaged. You want people to be happy. You're in love. You feel happy. You want people to be happy for you. And there was more of a tentative tentativeness and a sadness that was in response so so i really yeah. felt for both armando and kenneth in that moment and that's, um, that's to cut you off i think the other mm -hmm. thing that was armando sort of expected 
that reaction. You know, he he mentioned yeah. that he sort of knew that they weren't going to be jumping up and down, you know, celebrating, you know, that they were getting married. Yeah, yeah. And again, this goes back to this piece of when an individual comes out, there is a process that goes on for their family members and even friends and people that they're close to that they come out to because there's this image of who they thought this person was, which it's still the same person, but for them, they feel like something has changed and something has shifted. And really it's the person being fully themselves. And so there is an adjustment process that happens. And I think we are really watching that, that there's love and care for Armando from his family, but that they were having a hard time adjusting to who he is today. Um, that being said, they did stay at the house. His, you know, Armando was a little worried about whether or not they could stay at the house, but his mother went ahead and said, you know, I'm not going to ask your father, but I think he'd be okay with it. So why don't you just go ahead and go and stay in the house? Which I thought that was so nice because I, I just, I, I think it would have been much more hurtful, especially to our if, if they weren't welcoming for them to actually stay in the home. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely yeah. see that both of his parents do love and care for him, but as you mm-hmm. saw on that process of accepting his full, you know, self and his identity is something that they have to get used to. And so I think mm-hmm. that's the piece that is the struggle for them right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening next. You know, they kind of closed off the night. Everyone left and Armando and, and Kenny were just debriefing a little bit. And I, I think, I think there's, there's, there's a lot more to left to be said with what happens with his family. So I'll be curious what's going to happen next week, especially as we hear more from his daughter too, which mm-hmm. we didn't get to see a lot of. Yeah. She did run up and hug Kenny. I thought that was nice. Yeah. When first got there and definitely seems that she, um, even though she's had limited interactions with him, she's beginning to warm up, you know, fairly quickly. Um, so I thought yeah. that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. So who did you pick? So my couple this week is Jenny and Submit. And, um, you know, from the start, I I have supported Jenny in, in Submit's relationship, but also felt like they had a lot of challenges um, to overcome. So this um, episode, I think, was heavy for me um, in terms mm-hmm. of their relationship. So they opened up the scene and Jenny was really reflecting on, you know, this is her third time in India. And the first time, you know, she came there under the impression that she was like visiting or whatever and, and got to know his family and they seemed to get along, but ultimately the family said they didn't support them getting married or they objected to them getting married. And so she left um, and came back to the, to the U.S. Um, the second time Jenny was there, you know, she was married. She found that he was married in this arranged marriage, which is pretty common um, in India. And then she left again because they basically, you know, took Samit away um, when she was at the house. And now she's mm-hmm. back for the third time, hoping that his parents are going to um, support their relationship and their marriage and that once the divorce is final, that they won't 
ultimately opposed, you know, to them getting married. And so we left off before at the mid-season finale where um, Summit was headed to go meet his parents. They were finally ready to have a conversation according to his brother. And so he's making this journey to, to, to go to their house and he gets there and it's a fairly warm um, greeting. He touches, you know, his parents' feet, which is a sign of sure respect um, to them. And they sit down and, and basically Samit jumps right into the conversation and, and begins to talk about, you know, Jenny's back and that the parents are aware that she's back and that they're trying to form their relationship together. And he gets to the point of asking his parents, you know, he really wants their support because he loves Jenny. And um, basically his mom, um, as we sort of have known for a while, has not been supportive of them because of the age differences. And basically she's like, I would never accept Jenny. And so I think that's when it really, I don't know, I'm, I'm adding my own impressions of what I sort of saw from his emotions, but I think it hit him really hard. And mm -hmm. you see Submit become angry, I thought, towards his parents. And he really, which is not, you know, typical to have these, these really strong emotions and really get um, in their culture, really um, be abrasive and somewhat sort of against your parents in terms of his thoughts. And so he basically tells them that, you know, Jenny is going to be in his life, um, that he wants them to support that, but his, his parents have a, a difficulty with that because of their culture. And they talk with Submit about, you know, it's part of the culture. Like, as a society, we have to make sure that society views us in a certain way there. And Submit was upset because it felt like, you know, why does why do we have to care what society thinks? You know, it, it's our lives that we have to live. And they really talk a lot about, you know, the age thing is a huge problem for them. And not just that it's this big age gap, but also that Jenny is older than they are, and that what what potentially happen when you know, Jenny's older and he has to care for her. And mm -hmm. what about care for, for them as his parents? And they felt like, you know, he is going to be forced to make a choice. Like, who am I going to care for in, in older age? And, and he, you know, made the comment that, well, I can do both. And his parents really felt like, well, we don't know if that's, if you can, like you, you're going to choose her over us. And I think that's a, a piece that continue to come up, one from both his parents and Jenny about this idea about who are you, who are you gonna choose? Like you can't have both. He mm -hmm. seems to be under the idea that he wants to have both in his life. But I think from both sides, both his parents and Jenny, they sort of want him to make a choice because of the, the emphasis placed on, you know, the cultural aspect of, of, of care for his parents and respecting them. And so I don't know, I mean, we'll definitely have to see how that plays out, but I think the piece that really stood out for me was when Samit was talking about, you know, he was really unhappy in this arranged marriage. And I think both his parents recognized how unhappy he was and they sort of apologized for like putting him in that place because they thought based upon the arranged marriage that they would be a good couple, but sounds like there's a lot we don't know about what happened mm -hmm. with that with that marriage and it definitely turned bad and um, Samit expressed well, like he was suicidal, which yeah. really broke my heart because I was like, wow, yeah. it was it, he was really in a bad place um, in that particular 
um, relationship. And I think that's when his parents really begin to like empathize with him and, and, and really say, well, maybe we will we'll try to understand mm-hmm. what this relationship is and, and, and how it may work out. But ultimately, you know, his dad left off with saying that we don't really know what that, like where, where they may stand when it comes to them, like fully supporting the relationship or, or outright not just sort of opposing them getting married. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it broke my heart too hearing, cause that was the first time I think that they've ever shared that he was suicidal during that time period. So that mm-hmm. really surprised me. You know, one thing I was thinking about with this is I, I understand in many cultures for parents kind of when they see their future, it's that their children's going to take care of them during their old age or older age. What I wondered is I know at the very least Samit has a brother. I think there's another sibling too. So I was just wondering kind of, I don't know where Samit fits as far as if he's the eldest, if he's in the middle. I don't know if they've ever said that because I kind of wonder if the siblings have any role as well in taking care of their parents. Too. I think Samit is the older. I know I didn't know that oh. there was another sibling, but I know that he's older than Amit uh, because that discussion has oh, okay. to, um, that Amit is younger than, than he is. So maybe it's part of the cultural dynamics where the older child is the one that's responsible, you know, for taking care of the parents. And so that's why they um, are so, I guess, concerned about the age these age piece, particularly with him potentially having to, you know, care for Jenny um, as well. You know, it just doesn't hold up for me. Here's why. Because insofar as we've known Samit and Jenny through 90 Day Fiance, they haven't mentioned uh, having children or adopting, let's say adopting children or being bringing children into their lives. And I'm thinking about, you know, if you had to take care, I mean, I know there's a difference between taking care of somebody older versus a child, but it's still taking care of children, taking care of other beings. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't have children with Jenny, then is that so much of a problem that yes, he's taking care of someone, but if he had children, he'd be taking care of a wife and children as well. I don't know. I've kind of wondered about that argument's felt fallen for me. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I think part of it, like for me, is really like the the cultural aspect of they are they are they're not, I think, stuck on the idea of an arranged marriage. So it seems like there is some growth in terms of like um, the importance of like love and in a relationship and marriage that they are open to, which is somewhat um, some shifts in terms of the culture there where um, some percentage of the population is open to these love marriages as opposed to just having arranged marriages. So they seem to be open to that idea, but I think the, the, the deal breaker is because of the age difference with Jenny, that's hard mm-hmm. for them um, right now. And I think because of the, the cultural dynamics, like he seems to be more acculturated than his parents are. Mm-hmm. But I think Jenny also is losing sight. Like, I don't think Jenny recognizes how significant his culture is to him and so yeah I agree about well you know why can't you just like you know leave your family and he made a statement about you know I'm never going to like give up my family um, for you so I think that's going to be another 
potential topic of conversation for them. Like if they are put in a situation where his parents really do say like, we're not gonna support this. You know, what is mm -hmm. he gonna do? And I think I've said this before. I don't know. I think that's a hard one for me in terms of, is he willing to, to marry Jenny against his parents, you know, support? Yeah. So I don't yeah. know, we'll have to see what happens, but definitely seems- I have to, yeah. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. I have to think that at some point, his parents are going to recognize they're just going to be together. So do I want my son in my life or do I want to, you know, just give that up? Yeah. You know, so I, I, I'm having hope that they come around. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a possibility. His dad did say that, you know, they do want to see him happy. And so I think the more that they may see that Jenny does make him happy, that they may be more likely to, um, even if they don't like welcome her into the family, they may not oppose, you know, the marriage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because lest we not forget, Jenny did do the parents wrong by lying about who she was, being Samit's mama's friend, and then hooking up with him. So there's the deceit. And deception yeah. that happens. So, so that's that's there too. And that, and I think that's for anybody, regardless of your culture. I think breaking someone's trust is yeah hard <laughs> to get Big over. Big no no. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's Jenny and Submit. So, what about the rest of our couples? Because we had a lot going on in this mid-season premiere. So, who were yeah. Some of the ones that you think maybe we should just touch on for a moment. I mean, I feel like I felt like they brought so much in this episode. I feel like it was almost like too heavy for me. Like it was like mm -hmm. so many serious things that were going on. Um, I think, you know, one thing that was interesting was we've talked about Ariel and Benningham for a while and that they may be one of the couples that may be more likely to survive this night i don't know period. But, um there was a lot going on there so with the with the baby on the way and like they're mm -hmm. really not prepared they have to figure out a lot of stuff i think the plus side of it was that they at least decided on a compromise in terms of like where they wanted to live because i yeah recall like he had some concerns about not being too far because of his work and she obviously wanted something that was more modern so it seems like they at least have figured that piece out but now it's like how are we going to pay for this and support a family um and all of that other stuff and she had some I don't know like some I'm gonna say issues she has some issues with him working too much because she wanted him to be there too which I get because she doesn't have any other family or friends there but um, he has to make money compromise somewhere yeah yeah no I <laughs> I, I want to give her credit that she, you know, because she, she's really pregnant. She's about to pop out this child. So I think maybe, you know, her, her, um, I don't want to say emotions, uh, but really maybe her, you know, emotions might be playing into, or, you know, the pregnancy might be playing a role into that because it was nonsensical. I want you to work. We need money, but I don't want you gone from the house. I want you to be next to me kind of thing. It's just unrealistic. 
Um, but I do feel for her, you know, I'm concerned about that she has the baby safely, you know, it is breached, they're going to have to do a cesarean. And she looked terrified. Um, so I really, I mean, it really hit her that she was having the baby like right now. So I, I, I really, you know, felt with her, her plans fell through without having her parents being there, you know, but I'm starting to wonder if this couple going to make it. I, I mean, we definitely have to watch to see what happens, but we already know that she's somewhat of an anxious person. And so I think there's a lot of things going on. Plus, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. being pregnant and your hormones are, you know, out of balance and so you might be a little bit more emotional and so um i think they're gonna have some challenges you know on, on the next mm -hmm. couple of weeks mm -hmm. so what other you know couples who's... stood out for you this week well guess who's still married <laughs> <laughs> Brittany. Brittany, when we last saw Brittany and yazan Brittany was headed to chicago about to finalize her divorce so she could come back to Jordan and not have to basically say she was married the whole time. And it turns out somebody didn't turn in the paperwork. So Brittany is still married. I don't know what she's gonna do. She doesn't plan on converting. She's not trying to change or adjust her life to fit into his culture, which he has said this is important to him as well as important to his parents. I just don't know where this is gonna go. Yeah. I also don't know if she should go back to Jordan while she's still married because what is she going to say other than outright lie? I mean, I, I think I've said from the start that this is one of the couples that I don't know would make. So I'm just waiting to see how the how everything unfolds <laughs> as the season goes. Yeah, well, that will be the one for me. And for those of you that are divorcing, please check your paperwork before you leave a country. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> and then what did you think of Tim and, Tim and Melissa? You know, I, I sort of expected that she had something else going on mm -hmm. um, as the season before the mid-season finale was approaching, you know, they were having some conversations about their relationship. And I just was like, I believe she's cheated. Um, and I think the sticky or the tricky part to it now that she had the conversation with her brother um, mm -hmm. and her best friend on this last episode was like, how, what happens when you break up? Like, are you, okay, is it okay to, to cheat or date somebody else or? Why do you keep saying cheat? She did not cheat. And so that's the piece. Like, I feel like <laughs> he's going to interpret that as cheating. So I think. Why? Uh, First of all, he actually cheated on her. Then they broke up. So she wasn't with him. I but don't see how it's. But why did she before? I think that's the piece that's going to be. It's none of his business. like stating, like, I am not on any side of the issue. You Wait, wait would you consider that cheating, though? I would not consider that cheating. Okay, there we go. Because you were broken up. But I'm just saying, like, in the midst of their relationship, I am curious to see how they define what she did. Like, what, because she sort of, like, alluded to the fact that she felt like it was cheating. She didn't use those words. 
but she said she felt guilty. Like if you're not together, like why should you feel guilty? Yeah, I mean, I interpret the guilt as she hasn't told him. I do think there's a problem with that because I feel like that's kind of, she knows he's going to feel some kind of way, whether he's jealous or whatever. And so she's intentionally keeping that from him. That I see as kind of problematic. Just be honest. I don't think he did anything wrong, but just be honest about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, that was interesting, but I think I'm looking forward to definitely seeing, you know, what happens with them. And I think, now, this is a segue to really get us into the pace. <laughs> so, Dr. Page. Yes, Dr. Turner. It's that time in the show. Yep, it's time for the Page Turner, where we share what we're most looking forward to in next week's episode. All right, the Page Turner. <laughs> like, what what are you looking forward to on next week episode? Next week's episode. I'm actually looking forward to Tim and Melissa because it looks like Tim is about to get fired up. And that's probably kind of the most that I've seen other than him being tearful for his like cheating and getting caught and all of that kind of stuff. It seems like he's really getting fired up, but I'm especially looking forward to Melissa's mother coming on because I already saw in the clip, it looked like she was giving him a mean stare already and so i really want to hear what she has to say about the whole situation what she has to say about tim so i'm looking forward to that yeah so i think i'm looking forward to Brittany and yuzan it seems like ah. on the next episode she may make her way back to jordan and so i know her and her mom had some conversations about like should she tell him about the marriage about still being married um her mom seems to think that she should be up front. And on some levels, like, I agree with that. The other part of it, I think that um, she might as well just stay in the, in the States and just FaceTime him and say, it's over because <laughs> I just don't know if there's a way to like recover um, from this, but I'm definitely interest, interested to see, you know, how he responds and how his family, like, because obviously once she tells him, he's going to communicate to yeah. his family what the situation was and he already felt like, you know, when she left, you know, is, is she trying to trick him or use him or something? So I don't think this is going to sit well uh, with him once, once she does decide to disclose, like she's still going through, she's still trying to get her divorce. Yeah. I mean, this, this goes back to, if you just tell the truth in the beginning, you don't have to worry about this nonsense, you know? He would have responded, however, maybe you would have left her, but, you know, at least it would be honest and it would happen earlier on than having to drag this out and drag the whole family into this. Right. And because now she's added a uh, multiple other lies. I know. This, which we know, like one, one lie you have to cover up with, with several other lies. And so I think that's going to make the situation much worse. And his parents mm -hmm. already don't like her. So I just don't see this turning out well. But um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what happens with them. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to talking about what happens with everyone with you all again. Definitely. So make sure that you continue to follow us on Facebook at Psych and Reality TV podcast and also subscribe to us on spotify and anchor thank you for listening to psych and reality with dr t and dr p 
Give us your thoughts. Was it good for you? What other shows would you like to see us recap? Be sure to like us on Facebook and also share the episodes. Thanks for joining us and join us next time on Psyching Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P.